1: Well, believe it or not, and to be completely honest, for me it's a nod, we have made it to week six of the NFL season. It's been a grind. It has not been easy. There's been reschedulings out the wazoo. However, here we are. There is more COVID announcements on the horizon, but it looks like we won't be that affected this week. I think. Not sure. Not completely sold. Chris, how's it going down there in sunny Florida?
0: Good. Good, good, good. Yeah, so I was just following up on uh, the latest news and it looks as if the way that the new policies are in place,
1: which they keep changing that, every week.
0: <laughs> right. That they're allowing to catch up with teams. Right. They're allowing players to be on the list and not punish teams. As yes, I started
1: every- noticing that. And that's what they're doing as now, right? As,
0: right. As long as everybody else is good on the, te- the same test day that the person was positive, they're just saying, okay, we follow protocol. He's on the list. We're playing this game.
1: Yeah, because I think the most recent one that I saw that was aligned with that policy was the backup center for the Patriots. That they basically excused from practice, they said, "Peace, see you later. We're out of here." Right. But we're not closing the facilities, and we're going to
0: play on Sunday. Right. So, I. But I, it's but- not going to be the same on game day. So, when they wake up tomorrow and they have a positive test, then they're going to have to reschedule because they can't. They can't afford to have a player on game day, from what I understand. That's right. Gonna stop
1: the game. Which is also new. Right. Because right. they weren't testing people on game days, and now they are. Again, but if you those want, are, you on the, the internet for all care. the details.
0: Those are the point-of-care tests, right? It's different.
1: Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, I mean, yeah. for the most part, we've gotten through five weeks. We're in week six, and nothing has fallen apart yet. We've come really close, though. We've gotten really close. Yeah. And I don't know. The one that does get me a little scared what's the game that they're talking about they might have to postpone? Is it the Titans again?
0: No, it's the Lions and the Jaguars.
1: It's the Lions Jags. Yes. That's the one right,
0: because that. Because. Just today. Had a, right. They had a positive test this morning. And so if. That has to be postponed. It's going to be week 18. It's going to be a new... Right, that's going to be the first week 18 game. First week 18. they are going to be more. I mean, there's probably going to be plenty, but...
1: I mean, it's just irritating because here we are, week six, and all we're talking about is COVID. Yeah. I mean, tell me about it. It's very, well, it's very funny. irritating. It's funny
0: that a Lions player gets COVID when they're on by. So, obviously, they weren't abiding by the... Strict rules and regulations that that the NFL is yeah. set into place. I,
1: maybe who the hell knows at this point? Because the te- people say the tests aren't good. The tests are good. Nobody really knows. I mean, we're seven months into this thing, and nobody knows anything from March. There's been no, I, I, there's been no real solid, concrete evidence. Uh, one way or the other in regards to testing, therapeutics, vaccine, I, you know, it's, it's all political. I just don't want to hear about it. You know, I just, let's go. And until then it is what it is and you just kind of deal with it. So, um, you know, this week got a, a slate of good games though. Last week was, I mean, it was pretty mediocre Docket of football. There was a couple of things that were okay, but for the most part, you know, a week to forget, I guess. Uh, obviously for cowboy fans a big week to forget because you know dak prescott oh god that was awful very uh gordon haywood right from the celtics had the very similar injury was it the injury. same one i think it was a i think it was the same injury he had a dislocation i don't know if he had the compound fracture i'd have so, to go so and the, research the,
0: the it. closest the closest re- reference i found to it was Darren Sproles had the exact same injury his second year in the league, and really? we know how he, we know how good he turned out. So yeah,
1: he was fine. I'm not overly concerned with the injury, uh, the compound fracture. That stuff gets fixed up depending on whether or not there is additional infections that require more surgeries. Uh, obviously, Alex Smith battled that, and that was pretty horrific. I, you know, he almost lost his leg at one point, but he's playing right now. Doesn't really look that good, however. Um, you know, Dak Prescott a little bit younger and each case is unique. So you're really just going to have to see how the surgery goes, how the rehab goes and where he's at next year. And obviously there's a ton of, um, uh, conversations to be had about his contract, the contract that he signed, the fact that he didn't hold out, but that can be all dealt with down the line. when. Uh, it's actually more uh, pressing because right now he's just going to collect his thirty million. Oh, boo-hoo. And you know, enjoy watching it from the couch. So, let's go. Let's snap into it here. Let's look at uh, last week.
0: First down. First down.
1: So the results from last week is that uh, Big Rich here bounced back, had a good week, ten and four. You sir, had a little bit of a whifferoonie, as they say, five and nine. Five and nine. Stink-a-roo. But you join uh, basically, well, no, you, you did worse than Sharps. The Sharps had another uh, above 500 week. They were 6-5. and five. General Public was 8-4, and four, and the money last week smoked it at 9-2. and two. Teases, again, way to go. It was 18-8 and eight total, uh, factoring in teases ups and teases downs. Uh, The dogs came in yet again. You can see the dogs coming in a little bit here in week five. They were nine and five. Six of those nine victories were actually money line wins. So, again, money to be had with the dogs there if you're betting the correct ones on the money line. Uh, the overs started to even out a little bit this week it was six and six. If you tease the overs and the unders, it was 14 and nine total with the teases. So again, whether you're teasing the overs, teasing the lines, teases is the way to go if you want to cash in as they say teases. Uh, like I said, uh, were 18 teases up were 10 and three so they were the big winners for the week. So as the year goes,
0: year to date results.
1: That puts me at 3 games over 539 and 36. You are now 1 game under at 37 and 38. Sharps are 3 games under at 30 and 33, and obviously the big winners like we've been pounding for 5 weeks now, the general public and big money. General public is 47 and 20, 47 and 27, so they're 20 games over 500. And the money is 45 and 26. Uh Sharpies went When the Sharps are on an island, they're terrible. They're 15 and 30, so stay away from it. The teased overs are 59 and 16 on the year. The teased totals, teaser totals, now these are not, well, the teased overs, like I said, were 59 and 16. The teaser over-unders totals, so including the unders, are 98 and 51. And then when you go to the teasers, talking about the lines, combining the teased up and teased down, because they're both about the same, the teaser totals are 111 and 43, Super contest picks were about even last week. Uh, I am now six and four in the year. You were five and five. I think that I was four and one, and you were two and three, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. That, they were they were bad last week.
1: Yeah, they. Uh, well, we both had the Cardinals. I had Texans, Browns, Rams. Uh, I lost on the Cowboys, and then you lost on the Saints, Bengals, and Chiefs. So that's where we're at right now on the year. And now that we have got crank through the stats, let's start hitting some of the games. Second down. down. Okay, so we have a good slate of games this week. Pretty solid. We start acknowledging this is a four-game bye week. Well, not four-game, but four-team-by-week. So the Oakland Raiders, not Oakland, Las Vegas. Eventually I'll get all these things right. The Los Angeles Chargers, Seattle Seahawks, and the New Orleans Saints. All on by this week. So a couple of good games to talk about here. I think we'll start off. Why don't we head out to Tampa Bay with the Packers flying in to face off against the Bucks. NFC battle could possibly be two big NFC playoff teams. Packers right now favored by one over the Bucks making the Bucks a home dog. Packers at 4-0, Bucks at 3 and 2. Bucks probably should have won last week's game. Obviously the Tom Brady, I forgot it was fourth down deal. Right now the general public and the money are in on the Packers. of the general public and 76% of the money are in on Green Bay. And then the Sharps obviously lean the other way toward the Bucs. 55.5 was the last over and under I saw for this game. So do you think Tampa Tom, Tampa, Tampa Tom, Tampa Bay,
0: Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Brady.
1: Do you think TB12 pulls it out here against the super hot, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers? I don't
0: know. I mean, I, I picked the Bucs as my choice, but you know, now, that I'm, now that I'm remembering exactly how but like what happened last week? How did that happen? How did the Bucks? they lost to the Bears. The Bears are not good. Like, no, the Bears-, the Bears
1: are probably one of the worst 4-1 teams that I can remember in recent history. I, they should have lost versus the Giants. They should have lost versus the uh, the Bucks last week. They should have beaten the Colts and then they lost to them. And obviously I know that because that cost me a whole bunch of money that week. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what to make of the bucks. Their defense is solid. Uh, Tom Brady has played above my expectations there. And he's done so with a receiving core that's been banged up an offensive line. That's featuring a, a rookie who's actually played pretty well. Um, you know, But now they've suffered, a Vita Vey is gone, so they're going to lose one of their key linemen. Um, right, he's
0: a big part of their run defense. Huge part of their run defense. defense. So. But the
1: secondary's played well, and obviously the Packers have done this all basically on Aaron Rodgers' arm. Obviously Aaron Jones had that one monster game, and he's had a solid year, but they've done so. With Devontae Adams once again hurt. Uh, he was hurt last year, he's hurt again this year. So I think
0: we I think we talked about this last week. I think we talked about how the opponents they've played are not that good. Like New Orleans is is turning out to be not that good. Oh and yeah, they, for sure.
1: And, New Orleans is very average.
0: Yeah. So we thought that was a game like, oh, Green Bay is like they're having a really good year. There they just beat New Orleans. But like when you compare them to like the rest of the the opponents they've beaten, they're like definitely above average but you know the bucks at tampa bay at you know playing the bucks at tampa bay is going to be tougher than than anticipated so
1: sure but I, let's not take away too much from the packers here green bay has played pretty well yeah i'm not saying they're lighting up the league unlike other teams in the recent Pac- you know they're not like the chiefs from the past couple of years. No, right.
0: Th- that's the thing. Is like I'm not looking at them and not watching their games and thinking in my head. Like, I guess they're not passing the eye test to the extent that the Ravens did last year or the Chiefs did last year or the uh, Broncos when they had Peyton Manning. You know, like the crazy offense that just destroys everybody. I think a lot of it is- has been their opponent. That's right. the well, way I'm looking at
1: it. They, they destroyed Minnesota on week one, 143- 43-34, That one's the Vikings were completely a, a train yes, wreck of a team. Gotta,
0: yeah, you got to throw that out, right? right? That was terrible.
1: and then they beat the Lions forty-two to twenty-one. Lions also a train wreck of a team. Then oh. they beat the Saints thirty-seven, thirty, and then they beat another train wreck team in the Falcons thirty to sixty. Right, right, right? Yeah, And so, then they got a bye week. So yes, so, so
0: yeah, so so yeah. We'll say this, this is going to be their now. first contest. Right, right, right. And hence, they're a one-point favorite, you know, not not a seven-point favorite. So I'm, as long as Tampa's got Godwin back and Evans to, to some, like to, as long as he's, like, okay, like, just can get out there and at least play the game where he, he draws some coverage, I, I think they have a a pretty good offense. I, I, I'm not impressed by Ronald Jones, but I think that this is going to be a good game, and I'm going with the Bucs. I'm going with the Bucs.
1: Now, the Bucs, meanwhile, let's talk about the Bucs because I think you could make the same argument against Tampa Bay. So they lose week one versus the Saints, and they look terrible. The Saints have since proved to be a very average team. So they lose right. week 1 versus an average team. Then they win versus the Panthers. The Panthers were okay, but that game was 31-17 in favor of Tampa Bay. Then they beat up 28-10 on a terrible Broncos team. And that was a Broncos team. Remember that a lot of people were coming in and betting the Broncos. I think the sharps were in on them that week and people were saying, "Oh, you know, they could defend the run, they you know, they could run the ball and they got destroyed." Then week four, they should have lost to the Chargers, and then the Chargers played that game like shit, and they ended up winning thirty-eight to thirty-one. And then they lost last week, twenty to nineteen, in a game that they could have won. But let's let's say that they in lose. A game
0: v- they should have won. Like the, the-
1: right, but the week before they should have lost versus the Chargers. I mean, you could take that Chargers game, flip that to a loss, and now you're talking about the Tampa Bay Bucks being two and three. If the yeah. Tampa Bay Bucks are two and three, do you think that they're a one point dog at home versus the four and zero Packers?
0: Smarter man than me has made this line so close for a reason. You know,
1: I agree. A lot of people are on the Bucks. I'm on the Packers, and I just, I'm not a believer in the Bucks quite yet. I think the Vita Vey law injury is a huge loss for their defensive line. And I, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not on board quite yet. Brady looks good in spots. The offense looks good in spots. They don't look good for an entire game. And I haven't seen them put two good games together yet. You know, you want to go Panthers-Broncos? Okay, maybe. I don't know. So, here they're coming off a long week, so they have a little bit of extra prep time. But the Packers are coming off a bye week, so they have a lot of extra prep time. So, mm. what do you got?
0: Here, I, I, I just don't understand how Green Bay's beating people with two players. Like, it's 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 Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. That's it. Like, they haven't even had Adams, so they've been beating people. Alan Lazard chipped in one game. Robert Tanyan chipped in another game. Right. I, I just don't believe it. I just – you can't – can you really win the NFL, win the Super Bowl with – like, well, Mar Jackson couldn't, couldn't do it by himself. No, but
1: like, you, you know, could also know. make the argument that Aaron jo- Aaron Rodgers is looking good because this is year two in a given system. So yeah. last year, you know, new I'm, coach. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Matt LeFleur, his offense. This is year two. Everything seems to be gelling, clicking. So you're going Tampa Bay. I'm going to go with the Packers. So we're going to be split on that one. So, let's head out. Another great game. This game is going to be, I believe, the Sunday night game, if I'm not mistaken. Chiefs heading into Buffalo, facing off the Bills. Chiefs at 4-1. Bills at 4-1. Bills coming off the short week and the thumping at the hand of the Titans. Uh, forty something to ten. I don't even remember what the score was. I was on the Bills, so that was a crapola game for the egg. Oh
0: wow, yeah, they yeah. got hammered.
1: Yeah, I, 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 just, I, I wasn't a believer in the Titans, and I definitely didn't think that they were going to get shellacked the way that they yeah, did. Yeah, they
0: act. They actually moved this game to Monday at five p.m. It's a weird. Yeah, this weird is the
1: Monday five p.m. game. That's right. So, right. um, so anyway, right now it, this is a trifecta. Everybody's on the Chiefs. Sharps are on the Chiefs, seventy two percent of the tickets are on the Chiefs, and ninety five percent of the money's on the Chiefs. Obviously, with a Monday five o'clock game, not that many people have come in and bet. So those numbers are a little skewed. But as of right now, Saturday, you know, late afternoon, early evening, everybody is on the Chiefs. Are you gonna hop aboard with the Kansas City bandwagon here?
0: Yeah, I, I actually like them. More than probably most, Uh, I just I think that coming off of a a, a terrible terrible loss to the Raiders, that loss sucked. And knowing that was so terrible, knowing that loss cost
1: me (laughs) a little bit of a I I
0: think I think every team needs loss. I mean, we've talked about this before in the past. Every team needs losses once in a while to remind you one you're human and two where you kind of lack uh, uh, quality in your team, right? Like that, it gives you an opportunity to see like, Hey, our run defense really isn't good on this specific play. Our pass defenses, our cornerbacks are coming up too much. They're, they're shooting over us. You know, like the Raiders got a bunch of good plays, almost like John Gruden has been working on that scheme for that team for a long time.
1: I, that game, I just throw out. I, I don't know what the hell happened with Kansas City last week, but they did not come to play. And nobody no, on the defense gonna, came to play. They're going to
0: correct it. They're going to correct it. Nobody
1: stepped up. You thought Honey Badger at one point, being the veteran on in the secondary, would have tried to course correct the way that game was going, and it didn't happen. There was no reversion to the mean. Every time that they threw a bomb and Kansas City came back, the Raiders just went over the top again. Rugs, right? right? That's the uh, rugs. Yeah, rugs. Two Ruggs. for <laughs> it was two catches for one ten and two touchdowns. It was like holy Jesus, what the hell? Um, but I just throw that game out. Uh, I don't know yeah. what what happened, but they decided not to show up last Sunday. Uh, very unlike a Andy Reid team. However, it happened last week. This week, I am having trouble seeing them lose this game. I'm having trouble seeing them not win by more than four and a half points, which is the current spread.
0: It's going to be a shootout. Uh, Well, Kansas city's defense is terrible. Buffalo's defense is terrible.
1: You would think so because the way that last week's games played out, the bills are coming off. I mean, obviously they gave them Tuesday to Monday afternoon, but that's just so weird. It's a lot to ask a team To change around your schedule when you're so used to playing on Sundays and then you got to ask them to do like the Monday night, which is fine, but then you got to ask them to do the Thursday nights and now you're screwing that whole thing and now you're giving the Bills Tuesday night and Monday at five. Yeah. To me, I just, you put all that together versus a Chiefs offense that is going to be trying to. Recoup for an ugly loss last week, even though it wasn't their offense, it was more their defense. And I just see the Chiefs really scheming up something for the bills here on this one. McDermott might be able to piece something together, but I I just can't see it. I don't
0: know. Bills are eighth worst in the league against the pass. That's Kansas city's, you know, top of the line. They're, they're top five. I just I don't I don't see you know Buffalo Kansas was pretty banged up. They're, I mean, like their linebackers are banged up. Like uh, Tredavious White's been back banged up.
1: Milano's gonna, playing this week.
0: Yeah, but I, I I just I like Josh Allen. I like what they have. I just I don't think they can compete. I, it, I'm I I what's the over under in this?
1: Uh the latest one that I had was fifty seven and a half.
0: Oh, that is so high. I they I think there's going to be I, no
1: I you know you're you're talking about Kansas City uh, football outsiders is number 2 DVOA and then Buffalo is 7. So if you if you want to flip it and then go on the defense, it's a completely different situation because these defenses go right into the toilet. And so Kansas City it, you got to scroll all the way down to 9. So they're not awful and then Buffalo was I just saw them 27.
0: 27 so, yeah they're terrible
1: and that that Kansas City is is a little screwy because even though they DVOA they're ranked at 9 it's they're
0: they're, pa- they're more like 15 15 to 20
1: you would think because their past defense was ranked 2 and last
0: week they got cut up like swiss cheese so it's uh, just it's really easy to beat teams when it's really easy to prepare a defense for teams when you have the lead when you're up by 10 points right? you know teams are going to start to throw it's very easy to, to set up a uh, a defense for that
1: yeah I just don't see Buffalo being able to overcome the hump here and much less get a win but stay in this game uh, I, I just think the Chiefs are going to really take them to the woodshed on this one so the four and a half is an easy pick for me and I'm taking the Chiefs here
0: yep I'm with you
1: So we're both on that one. And so then the other third game that was a biggie this week is out in Steel City. Pittsburgh, Steelers hosting the Browns. 4-0 Steelers.
0: Great stat for this game. Okay, so Great the St- stat. Steelers are 4-0. We don't even need to talk about the rest of this.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let me just go through the rest. Steelers 4-0. Browns 4-1. Steelers favored by 3.5. Right now, uh, the tickets are slightly in toward the Steelers at 56%. The money is all in on the Steelers at 82%. And the Sharps haven't picked an angle over under is 51. So give me your stat here for this uh, NF- or AFC uh, what? AFC North, right?
0: AFC North showdown. AFC South, AFC North.
1: Uh hold on, North is uh, yeah, North is Steelers, Cleveland. The South is uh, Houston, Indianapolis.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so number one in the league for rushing is Cleveland Browns. Okay, they have almost they have almost a thousand yards through five games. Their line has played
1: very well this year. Everybody has right. been you know quick to point out how well the line is played fantastic good line the, play is awesome
0: the pittsburgh steelers through four games through four games have allowed 250 yards rushing that's it yep. that team is the best in the league by far power I versus by, power in this one right by far like it's 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 not even and and the the unfortunate thing for Cleveland is that they do not have Nick Chubb and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt make an unbelievable duo. So you're left with a team in being Cleveland that, and the best part about Pittsburgh's defense, which I I rave about all the time because I love them, but
1: yeah, you're A big fan of the Steelers defense.
0: I am. I am. The best part about their defense is, is they don't have to stack eight in the box to prevent the run, right? Like their front seven, even their front six, are very, very good just on their own. And then you're talking about a team in Cleveland who's going to have to throw the ball with a strep throat, uh, 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 Odell Beckham, who has whatever, a strep throat or No, something. that was
1: Melvin Gordon. You're, you're no, mixing no, no, up no. the Sabbath.
0: Saturday- no, he has it too. He has some sort of sickness. I, I, read, I read the report before.
1: He, hmm. had, the COVID
0: te- he had the COVID test because he wasn't feeling good. He had to have two days of COVID test to be cleared for the yeah. game.
1: But I was yeah. reading Melvin Gordon isn't playing in the Bronco game because he's got he strep, has throat. strep
0: throat. Yeah, he has strep throat. Maybe, maybe You're telling me strep Odell
1: throat. has strep throat too?
0: Maybe it's not strep throat. It's it's something. He's got a virus, some sort of sickness. I don't. Yeah, know Yeah, I what think it it's is. an illness. Okay, I was going to say because illness, right. hmm,
1: Odell Beckham with strep throat, Melvin Gordon with strep throat. <laughs> anyway, I thought
0: you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say some chick shit down his throat. No, no, no. <laughs> That's, that, been,
1: that would have also. <laughs> Uh, that would have been a good one. I should have hit the uh, rim shot there, but I'm slow yeah. on this Saturday. So
0: He got sick from that. Yes. Um, so he's sick. Jarvis Landry's banged up. Um, their third receiver, I think, is Rashard Higgins. And Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper got 10 targets last week. He caught two. So how are you going to beat the Steelers when you can't run against them And you're going to have to throw with a bunch of banged up, not to mention their quarterbacks banged up. Yeah. All
1: right. So. um, And the spread's three points. Yes. I'm on a similar. Well, right now I've got it. Yeah, I got three and a half. I'm on a very similar tip uh, as you are in this game. Look, I week after week say I I don't like uh, Baker Mayfield. And every game that I watch him, I... Hope to see that I'm wrong because good quarterback play helps make this leak. However, every week that I see him, I just see the same thing. I see a short quarterback running around outside the packet, pocket constantly, throwing the ball all over the field. Sometimes they're ducks. Sometimes they're just not accurate. And I don't know how they're 4-1. and one. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. And they've been doing it with smoke and mirrors. They should have lost last week and then the steelers look i don't think big ben is all that great but he's a better quarterback even in his age than baker mayfield is that's my opinion you know i'm not a pro here but you have the steelers at home with a great defense a browns team that's a fake 4 and 1 with a quarterback that isn't super good and you have their number 1 receiver who they don't really use that well anyway in odb OBJ, whichever you want to call. I've always done ODB. Uh, and he's not even at hundred percent. So you're out your number one uh running back, your number one wide receiver is banked up. You're going on the road versus a defense like you say every week is really good. And you tell me, how the hell is this team going to stay in this
0: game? I don't see I don't it. Know. I don't see it. I don't know. They score a lot of points, man. They—they're like that's—that's that's how they're winning. They're—they're they're just their their defense gives up like the fourth most po- or fifth most points in the league, and their offense scores the fourth most points in the league. So
1: yeah, that's how they're doing it. They,
0: they, it's if
1: you watch the game, they just end up chucking the ball all over the field. It, it doesn't really feel strategic at all. It's every time I watch Baker Mayfield, I see the same thing. I'm like, okay, when he's going to run out of the pocket and try to make a play by extending the play, right? I, I, I never see anything like, oh, here he is dropping back to the pocket. He's making his reads. There's the open receiver, and boom! Oh, nice, what a play call. Way to go, Stefanski! I never see that. It's always the same yeah. thing. Oh, I gotta get out of here. I'm I'm in the pocket. I gotta roll out. Uh, let me throw it. Uh,
0: Where's Landry? Yeah,
1: oh, Landry makes a great pass. Yeah, he's great he's catch. like the Boom. clear
0: the clear definition of an NFL quarterback versus a fantasy quarterback. Like he's not a fan, he'll never be a fantasy guy, but he can somehow manage to play, you know, the NFL side of it very very well. I mean, he, he he's a good quarterback. I, I i i don't i don't really look at him. I'm not like oh this guy can't play. The kid can play. Uh, uh,
1: I, I, I'm not so uh... –
0: Dude, he knows how to
1: throw the ball. I mean, I know how to throw a ball, too. It doesn't make me an NFL quarterback.
0: No, you don't. No, you don't. I, you're
1: saying that I can't throw a football? I mean, I'm saying
0: you might think you could have 20 years ago, but, like, you, you're not 20. Anymore, you don't think so. I know how
1: to throw a football? <laughs> whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, I can throw a fucking football. I know how to throw one. Maybe not a spiral, huh. maybe not farther than seven yards, <laughs> but I can throw a football. <laughs> anyway, point being, uh, it sounds like you're going to be going Browns here. No,
0: no, no. Oh,
1: thank God. You scared me there for a second.
0: No. No, I mean they can they can play. They're they're just outscoring their opponents. They're just their 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 defense is terrible and their offense has just been scoring a lot of points. But that reminds me, I wanted to look up exactly yeah, points per game, and they're they're fourth in points per game. So I Pittsburgh's good. Right. I, their defense is too good. I, I just I don't I don't see Cleveland being able to win this game.
1: No, nor do I. So we're both on the Steelers in that one, and those are really the big three games that I saw. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I know you got to punch out here before our next segment, so I'll give you uh, the floor if you want to throw something else up there.
0: Yeah, a couple fun facts. One, (laughs) the Las Vegas Raiders are averaging more points per game than the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. Fun fact. What? What? Um, the big game of the week that I'm I'm intrigued to see uh, the big the biggest matchup I'm I'm intrigued to see is can the can the Miami Dolphins actually destroy the New York Jets or do the New York Jets get their first win of the year against a, a, a former Adam Gase team? Well, do you, you want? A-
1: do you want to do you want to talk about it? You want to call that the, a wrap on the? Sure, sure, sure. All right, sure, so sure. let's head out to Miami. Dolphins hosting the Jets. Dolphins right now favored by nine and a half. They have the tickets on their side, sixty-two percent. The money is actually on the Jets at fifty-four percent. God, the money keeps going to the Jets. The sharps haven't picked in a side on this. They earlier in the week they were on the Dolphins, and now it's it's even. And the over under here is forty-seven. So, Dolphins two and three, Jets zero oh and five. Jets uh, are the proverbial dumpster fire of a team. Um, I don't know, or you know, what was it—a a dumpster fire inside of a train rack, inside, you know, whatever it was. I'm trying to remember what they were saying about the first debate. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, I digress. So,
0: go ahead. All right. So, so when you're talking statistics like the jets are i guess middle of the pack for for their offense for rushing they are absolutely bottom of the barrel when it comes to passing when it comes to their defense though their defensive passing is you know i i, I guess bottom you would say bottom and their and their rushing is just you know i guess you know middle middle of the road, whatever you want to call it. You want to go so, DVOA,
1: the Jets are 25th, they're 9th against the rush and 31 against the pass.
0: Right. So 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 we know we know going into this game that they're rushing they're against the rush they're not that bad. I mean they're they're not great. They're, they're fine. Not that bad. They're fine. And against the pass, which which, you know, Miami loves to do is just pass the ball, that they're horrible so one would believe, like, oh, this isn't even going to be a close game. You right? wouldn't Not think,
1: Well, if you take a look at Miami's defense, Miami's defense is twenty-six, So they're the slot behind the Jets, and they're right. actually the complete polar opposite in terms of their pass and their rush. So their rush is 32nd versus the Jets' 9th, and their pass is 10th versus the Jets' 31st.
0: Right, 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 right. So... This game is not lined up to be a nine-and-a-half spread. Like, the, the, the Jets are awful. But Miami, I live in Miami. I live in this area. Miami is done a lot this year through smoke and mirrors, as we always talk about. Like, they literally crushed, crushed a terrible Jacksonville team. And now everybody thinks they're, the, they're God's gift to the world. Well, it's it's Fitzmagic,
1: right? So Fitzmagic turns it on for, you know, four or five weeks out of a year, and he blows things up, and he looks great, and he gets a couple of wins. So last week was one on the road on the left coast beating up on the Super Bowl runner-up.
0: So last week I took a a crazy risk, and I bet 25 on the Bengals to beat the Ravens outright.
1: Yeah, it was the wrong one. Right. You should have taken this. Should have taken the Dolphins.
0: Well, the Dolphins won me in the money line parlay, so so I was I I was happy. I wasn't going to double up on it. So this week, I'm going to bet twenty five dollars on the New York Football Jets to take down the Miami Dolphins, and not only will they take them down, but this will be the last game that Ryan Fitzpatrick starts for the Miami Dolphins because I believe they have a bye next week. And so this is going to be their last week. They'll lose, and the Tua Tag Tagovailoa. Uh, uh, go narrow. ahead,
1: just go Tua. Just
0: you know, yeah. Save Tua yourself the pain. Make, Tua will make his NFL debut in Week Eight after their bye. The New York Jets will take down the Miami. We suck, Dolphins. Uh,
1: I'm not feeling it. But I, look, the Jets are really. Uh, Probably the worst franchise right now, worst member club in the league. I mean, I'm not even talking the record because them and the Giants are both zero and five. I just of all the teams, if you look at in the league, is there anyone worse right now than the Jets in terms of organization, yeah. coaching structure, talent? I mean, they
0: really yeah, are that bad. Washington.
1: Washington's got a terrible, uh, I mean, terrible ownership. Rivera is not a bad coach. And, well, he's okay. And they have some talent on that team. Uh, Montez Sweat's good. Chase Young is good. Uh, McLaurin is good. Uh, Gibson, the running back, seems to be okay. Uh, their, lo- their lines on both sides are not terrible. So you have a, uh, you know... a I, you're in a way better position than the Jets, as bad as the ownership is for Washington. I, I can't mm-hmm. think of any team that's as bad as the Jets. I mean, they are really shot. And the the number one issue with them right now is the coach. And that's why I think they just get blown out of the building tomorrow. Because oh,
0: he, he, he's going to lose his job
1: after he, this Not game. only is he going to lose his job, You can see now Greg Williams, which is so funny because Greg Williams did the same shit in Cleveland. He is just lining up Gase to get blown out the door, right? Because he did this in Cleveland. He's going to do it in New York. He is just now, all of a sudden, it's the offense versus defense bullshit. And he's just priming up all of the reporters to get their cameras in front of Gase's face when they lose tomorrow. And just immediately put the fire right under his rear end. The whole thing is falling apart. Because Gase is terrible, he's destroyed the development of uh, Darnold, which is too bad. Now Darnold's not even playing. Remember, they also have Flacco going in this game. Joe Flacco for crying out loud! And yep. I just I think the Jets roll uh, for on their coach. They don't like the guy. They want him out. I don't think anybody gives a shit. And they're going to go to Miami and they're just going to you know soak it up in the sun and enjoy and be like, look, this is going to be the last game that we got Gase. And uh, you know who gives a shit? Let's just enjoy some of the sun, get out of here, and call it a day. I-, I can't see them putting a game together here. And they just got rid of Le'Veon Bell. And Le'Veon Bell, whatever you think of him, the people in locker room liked him. The players liked him. Yeah, he was okay. I'm not saying it performance wise. Performance wise, he didn't look anything special, and it looks like his best days are behind him. However, I, I just I just that
0: I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I just. I he wasn't a fit for that team.
1: Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that
0: the locker room liked them. them. They blew him out,
1: and now they're just going to say, you know what, Gase, f you. You you got rid of one of our good players. We liked them, and now you're going to sit up there and you're going to, you know, you're going to try to, you know, let all of the responsibility fall off your shoulder. Here, it's not going to happen. So I don't know. In, in this game, I'm going Dolphins, and you're obviously going money now. Minus the money line parlay, are you? Are you really picking the Jets? Oh yeah. Oh, so you're going straight Jets. This is not a hey, I want to throw. No, some I
0: mean I I, I look. I, no, 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 no. In the in the pick for the pick of the week. Yes. I, yeah. For the pick, I'm going to go Dolphins. I, oh, I, okay. like, Yeah, not, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to go Dolphins. That's just my bold prediction, and that's I'm going to make a small little wager money line. Uh, jets to to take them down because of all the crazy spreads this week, I think this is going to be the closest one to like that could happen. I see like a, a path to winning a little bit of money on this.
1: Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I, I for a second I thought that you were actually going to pick the Jets and no, nah, but no, no,
0: no. Just for just for betting. betting right.
1: Along the I, same lines, I have a money line parlay that's similar, but we'll get to that later in the. Well, uh, you
0: know, it, even if they win, man, if if Fitzpatrick looks terrible, but they still pull out a victory, this could be the last week that they play him. Like it, we, you, we could see Tua right after the bye. It's what everybody's talking about.
1: Possible. Possible. And we'll have to see. Uh, all right. So that wraps it up. Why don't we get you out of here? Because you got to attend to some things on the home front and then I will continue on and wrap up the show. I got your picks and so I can take it from here, sir.
0: Yeah. Survivor, by the way, Titans, Knockout, uh, Eagles. Oh, okay. That's my my picks for the week. So
1: you're going, well, we'll just do it now. You're doing Survivor, Titans, and Knockout, uh, who?
0: Eagles.
1: Eagles. Uh, I will be similar to you as my Survivor is going to be the Finns here versus the Jets, and my Knockout is also the Eagles. So we'll revisit that later. Uh, But thank you for your input, sir. Enjoy the rest of your night. And I will probably talk to you tomorrow
0: at some point. You got it, man. I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Peace out. Third down. down. Okay. So I will be rolling solo here to bring it home in the next two downs. We'll start off third down talking about the rest of the NFL docket for week six. Start off Titans. Titans. Having to play on Sunday here after playing that Tuesday night game. Titans will be hosting the Texans. Titans 4-0. Texans 1-4. Throw up. Titans favored by 3.5 here. Right now, the general public and the money are both on the Titans' Tickets are in favor of the Titans by fifty-eight percent to forty-two, and then the money is a slight lean at sixty percent as well. Sharps, obviously, like they always do, they're going to be on their own here, taking Texas, uh, Houston. That is, uh, I, uh, you know. I can't see Houston winning this game. Last week, we talked about them getting the W uh, for Romeo Cornell because they finally got rid of O'Brien, and they just celebrate by getting a nice win there. They did. This week, you have the Titans coming off a monster win versus the Bills, and they just got a lot of things going for them right, right now. The Texans, their defense, not that good. They're going to have to go up against a pretty staunt run rushing offense. And Tannehill, who's also playing well. So you put that all together. Can the Texans keep this close? Maybe. I'm not quite sure that close is going to be three and a half points. Give me the Titans. And Chris also will be taking the Titans. Next game. MetLife Stadium, the New York football giants at 0-4 versus the Washington football team at 1-4. An NFC East rivalry unmatched in the 2020 football era. Uh, This game stinks on ice. Giants are favored by three right now. The Sharps are on the Giants, but everybody else is on Washington. 53% of the tickets, 64% of the money. Over under in this game is 43 points. So nobody is expecting fireworks here. You will not hear anything other than constant duds and Daniel Jones dime interceptions that's what he throws nowadays that said um you know i watched the washington tape this morning just because i hadn't seen last week's game they're not terrible they really aren't and the problem with the giants is that the giants offensive line is horrific and daniel jones is just not a starting quarterback what washington does have going for them is they have a pretty solid defensive line and their offensive line isn't bad. They've got a couple of skill position players. Obviously, quarterback is a big question mark. But, I, you know, I was leaning the Giants in this one. Then I saw the Redskins, and I was leaning with the Redskins. My brother's taking the Giants here at home by the three. Ah, you know, my, my gut reaction is to go with the Giants. But after washing, watching Washington this morning, I don't know. I, I I just I think they're a better football team than the Giants. So I am gonna go with Washington on the road here. I just don't believe in, in Daniel Jones. And that offensive line versus the Redskins defensive line I think could, you know, bode for some rough sledding here Sunday at one o'clock. Next game, Vikings hosting the Falcons. Vikings 1-4, Falcons 0-4. You want to talk about two games that uh, nobody in the world want to watch. It's going to be Giants-Redskins and the Vikings-Falcons in this one. Chris is going to go to the Falcons. I know people are leaning toward the Falcons right now. Right now, the Vikings are favored by four. The Vikings have 67% of the general public on their side and 77% of the money. And obviously the sharps have decided to go with the Falcons. I have also heard, you know, several other, uh, sharp action people heading toward the Falcons. I don't know. I can't see it. I, the Falcons have really been bad and now they get rid of Dan Quinn, but unlike the Texan situation last week where they really hated O'Brien, I don't know if everybody really hated Quinn all that much. I'm not sure you get the rally performance that you did by Houston last week here for the Falcons. Julio Jones does not have an injury designation on him now, so that bodes well because he's just been banged up all year, but I don't know what the difference is between last week and this week. Vikings seem to be throwing things together here. They've got a win by a little more than a field goal. Give me the Vikings. My brother's on the other side of the coin here. He's going to be taking the Falcons on the road. So then we head out to Carolina, where the Panthers at 3-2 and two will be hosting the 4-1 and one Bears. Bears at 4-1 and one and an underdog here by 1. The Sharps are on the Panthers. Everybody else is on the Bears. The general public is kind of split down the middle here. It's only 51% on the Bears, so it's really a coin flip in that regard. But 74% of the money coming in on the Bears. The over-under is 44.5, another game where they're not expecting a lot of points. Uh, I am going to be taking the Bears on this. One, my brother is also taking the Bears on this one. I, I don't know his thinking, obviously, he didn't tell me that. However, I will tell you that I just think that the Bears, even though they're a, a rocky four and one, some things are starting to align a little bit. Foles, um, you know, not spectacular, but now he's got a couple games under, uh, under his skin here, and under his skin, that's not the right, uh, you know. Under his belt. Under his belt. There you go. God, you know, I, I have three degrees uh, from okay colleges. You know, they're, they're they're solid. I'm proud of them. And there's times that I literally uh, can't talk because it just sounds like um, an idiot without a high school degree. So go figure. Anyway, now with Foles, a couple of wins under his belt. Uh, I think that they're going to have an easy time winning this game. The Panthers have played well. Look, Got to give him credit. Matt Rule has put together a team that, despite losing their starting running back and having a change of regime in a COVID offseason, has performed well to the tune of three and two. And, you know, Teddy Bridgewater has done pretty good here. I just don't think they're going to get it done this week. Give me the Bears. Give my brother the Bears as well. That brings us to Jacksonville. Another home dog here. The Jags, one in four, three-point underdogs to the Detroit Lions coming off their by. Lions are one in three. Right now, the general public is on the Lions at 63%. The Sharps and the money, though, are on the Jags. So here you go. Here you go is one of the square games where the general public's going to be out on an island by themselves. Uh, you know, Chris is gonna go with the Lions in this one. My initial gut was to go with the Lions as well, and I'm going to stick to it. I've heard a bunch of people starting to talk up the Jags. Look, DJ Shark is banged up. Josh Allen, their defensive end, is banged up. And watching the games, they just look like a different team from Weeks 1 and 2, and not in a good way. Lions, look, I'm not overly impressed with them. I think Matt Patricia sucks. However, I think here... Coming off the bye, a couple of weeks to prepare, and the Jags kind of twisting in the wind a little bit are not going to be able to get it done. I think the Lions win. They're only going to get done by a field goal. Um, you know, Again, it scares me a little bit that the Sharps and the money are starting to pound the Jags, but I'm going to stick to my guns here. Lions for my brother and myself. Colts are going to be hosting the Bengals. Seven-point favorites here. At 3-2, Bengals 1-3. and three. Uh, Right now the Sharps are on the Colts, but both the tickets and the money are on the Bengals. The general public just a little bit uh, at 57%, but a ton of money at 81% for the Bengals. I originally was going to go with the Bengals. My brother ended up going with the Bengals. After thinking about it, I'm going to pick the Colts here. Do I like Phillip Rivers? No, I don't. Do I like their defense? It's not as good as people want to say, but it's pretty solid. And you have the Bengals starting to show uh, what a team with a rookie quarterback looks like. You know, four or five games in when everybody gets a little bit of tape uh, on them. Last week was an atrocity. And this week, I don't know if it's going to be much better. Now, seven points is a lot of points, but, you know, it's better than the eight that it was earlier. So this line has come down. Does that scare me? No. Thanks a lot for the extra point. I'm going to take the Colts here. My brother's taking the Bengals. Now we get another game that has big juice on the line here with nine and a half points in favor of the Ravens on the road versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Ravens 4-1, Eagles 1-3. This game opened at 7.5 in favor of the Ravens, and it's got pounded to the point that two points have gotten tacked onto that. So now we're almost at 10 points here for the Ravens. 85% of the money is on the Ravens. 61% of the tickets are on the Ravens. Sharps are going to pick the Eagles. Chris is going on the Ravens here. I'm going on the Eagles. Uh, I... I think the Ravens win this game. I know that the Ravens tend to beat up on bad teams. Are the Eagles a bad team? I'm not quite sure. But they should have a little bit more at home than nine and a half points. That's just a lot of points for a team that won the Super Bowl only a couple of years ago. Has a starting quarterback that, I mean, he's not terrible. He he's His play has deteriorated over the past couple of years. But Wentz is still okay. He's got nobody to throw the ball to. But they do have Miles Sanders. They played a tough game versus Steelers last week. I don't know. Nine and a half points to me is, is too many points. Now, the Ravens have you know, made some of these big spreads laughable as they just open it up. I don't think that this is going to be the week to do it on the road. Continuing question marks about Lamar uh, Jackson and whether or not he is still injured and to what degree I don't know all of that I think the Ravens win I think the Eagles cover Patriots here are going to be hosting the Broncos Patriots 2 and 2 Broncos 1 and 3 how crazy is that the Patriots are only one game better than the lowly Denver Broncos. Patriots favored by 9. They were favored by 10. That spread has now come down a point. The general public is on the Patriots at 65%. The Sharps and the money are on the Broncos. The money is, is in a kind of heavy on the Broncos at 84% of the money is coming in on the Broncos. I'm taking the Patriots here. My brother is also taking the Patriots here. Look, there's no way to slice this. This is two weeks to have Bill Belichick prepare for a rookie quarterback. Well, not a rookie quarterback, but a second-year quarterback um, on the road. I don't, you know, I just don't see it. It, it, Maybe the Broncos do something. Nine points is a lot, especially for a Patriots team. You don't really know what to make of them. Cam comes back here. They come back. They win by more than nine. I'm not going to overthink this one. I'm going Patriots. Broncos on the road. You know, it's going to be a a tough trip for them out to uh, Foxborough. We will go to the 4 o'clock games now. We already tackled the Dolphins, Jets, and the Packers and Bucks. That leaves one more game left, and that is the 49ers hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Rams right now are favored by three. The over-under in this one, which I had an interest with, 515 the Rams have 58% of the tickets, 52% of the money. Sharps are leaning at the 49ers. Chris is going to take the Rams. This is a snap pick for me. I'm taking the Rams. I've watched the Ram games for the entire season, and I'm thoroughly impressed with what Los Angeles has done because last year I thought this team was dead in the water. And I thought well, the way they they had traded away their draft capital and configured that team... I did not think that they were going to have a good 2020, and boy was I wrong, because if you look at this team week to week, you know, they're just a good football team, run well, the offensive strategy is good, I just, I I wish they were my team, and they don't, I mean, I'm not even a golf fan, but... Uh, McVeigh is a solid coach, and I like the their approach toward the offensive side of the ball. And on the defensive side of the ball, look, Aaron Donald's a monster. You can just watch him every. Every play and be thoroughly entertained, but they've got a couple other good pieces there, you know. And even when they had a, a reader uh, got thrown in there because of injury, and he was all over the field, he, you know. There's sometimes he was out of place and he got toasted, but he was played really well in a fill-in role. So you got things that are going their way. Meanwhile, for the 49ers, nothing's going their way. I think they're going to have Garoppolo back. Does that help? Maybe Mosert. That's going to be his second week back, coming off of injury. Um, but it's only a three-point game right now. So the Rams just have to win, and I'm not entirely sold on this 49er team until I can see them put together a solid game, maybe two solid games to get back to where they were. So I'm taking the Rams as is my brother. That leaves us one game left because we already tackled that Chiefs Bill's early Monday night game. Monday, Monday afternoon game, I guess. And that leaves us with the Cardinals traveling to Dallas, facing off against the Cowboys. Right now, Cardinals favored by one. Cardinals three and two on the year. Cowboys two and three on the year. The Sharps will be hitting up the Cowboys, and as will everybody. Um this is going to be a trifecta game because the Sharps, the money, and the general public, all on the Cowboys at this point. Over under on this one is 55. Chris is going to be taking the Cardinals. I'm on the other end. I am taking the Cowboys. Um, you know, I liked the Cardinals at the beginning of the year and I have slowly pulled away from the being on the train because I haven't seen... The things I expected. I thought Kyler Murray was going to show more solid play. It's not that he's bad. He still has the arm. I just see him run around too much. Again, I continue to make comparisons between him and Baker Mayfield. Shorter quarterbacks. Play outside the pocket a lot. And it just hasn't been um, up to what I thought when I watched their first two games. Now their defense has also been playing awful. They just lost Chandler Jones for the year. Uh, Cowboys are not much better, and they're going with a change of quarterback here. I'm just going with the Cowboys uh, because they're at home. It's a one point one point uh, game here, and I just think that they're, I, I think they're going to win. Even with give Dalton a week to get in here, get accustomed. I mean, he's been the backup, you know, since the off season. So I, I don't think it's going to be that big of an adjustment. And basically, Dak threw the ball all downfield. So he's got a whole bunch of targets. Dalton can throw. He you know he was came from an offense where he featured feeding the ball to AJ Green a ton. Um, I think he Hushman Zada was on the the squads with Dalton as well. So he's done big time offenses. I mean he he's not a big time quarterback, but he's done similar offenses to this Cowboy offense. So I don't know how far the drop-off will be, although it will be a drop-off. But I'm going to be go with the Cowboys here to win one at home and then win one for the Kipper. And they'll do it for Dak. You'll know, hear all that Dak stuff in the post gamers. Uh and then the Cardinals will be even at three and three. The Cowboys will be three and three. And the, you know, NFC East is going to be just an absolute S show, uh, with I guess the Cowboys at three and three. If the Eagles lose, they're going to be one and four, along with the Redskins at one and four, possibly two and four. The Giants, oh god, the NFC East is so bad. So anyway, Cowboys over the Cardinals. My brother's going the other way, and that is our picks for the week. And that leaves us with our gambling.
0: Fourth down. Fourth
1: down. Last week, our bets came in okay so my brother he tried to strike gold with the Bengals on the money line that ended up not playing out but he did have a nice money line parlay with the uh the Steelers the Finns and the cards and so that paid out and so he hit a little bit there Uh, He also then put all of those three in with the Seahawks for a tease, but the Seahawks then pushed. So that became a three-team tease, which he also hit. So he lost his Bengals bet, but he ended up hitting his Moneyline Parlay plus his tease. As for me... Um, I kind of had a whiffaroo around the board. I hit my parlay for the Rams and the Browns, so that worked out well. Um, and then the Cowboys, I had a correlated parlay. I threw them on top of it, but then they lost. The teaser is the killer for me because I had the Rams, the Cards, and the Chiefs. The Chiefs ended up getting their doors blown off, and then I had the Rams, Cards, Chiefs, and Falcons under, and all of those three hit. So had the Chiefs came in there, I would have hit a little bit more, but... That's the way that the cookie crumbles. I also had the money line parlay. I tried to follow my brother on that one: Giants, Chargers, Browns, and the Giants, Chargers almost had it, but it didn't quite work out. So, super contest. I was four and one. We we touched on this earlier. I had the Rams, Browns, Texans cards. Chris was two and three. He had the Steelers and Cardinals. Uh, his survivor was Saints. Mine was Cowboys. They both won. And our knockouts were Vikings for me, Giants for him, and they both lost. So that brings us to what we're going to do this week. And we will start out with his picks. So what he's doing is $25 money line Parlay. Loves these. Falcons, Steelers, and Bengals. So he's taking the Falcons and Bengals as a dog, plus the Steelers as a favorite. He's got 25 to win 435. So a nice return if you... Are one of the sharps that happens to believe the Falcons are going to win, and then the Bengals is basically swinging for the fences versus a Colts team that a lot of people are skeptical on. So now what he did was he also took those three teams. He put the Ravens with them, and he put that those teams in a tease. So that brought the Falcons up to ten. The Steelers are then getting two and a half points. The Bengals are getting thirteen, and then that brought the Ravens down to two and a half. They're now at uh, what they're they're nine and a half now. So that'll be three and a half. And so he put 50 to tease those and getting 165 in return. His other bets, another correlated bet, he's got a $25 parlay Rams, Chiefs cards. 25 for 174. Rams at negative three. Uh, Chiefs at getting given four. I'm saying negative, you know, giving whatever. Cards giving one. And then he's doing a tease on top of that with the Titans. So that means the Rams, uh, you can give them six, give the Chiefs six. So the Rams are going to be getting three. Chiefs are going to be getting two. Cards are going to be getting five. And then the Titans uh, at right now currently, they're at negative three and a half. So they're going to be getting two and a half. And you put those together, he's going to put 25 there for 96. So those are his two. So you've got a Moneyline Parlay, Falcons, Steelers, Bengals. And then you have those three with the Ravens in a tease. His other one is a Rams Chiefs cards parlay, and then he throws the Titans in and converts that to a tease. As for me, I am going to be doing the following I am going to be doing the Steelers and the Rams at a $75 parlay for $286. So he likes the Steelers. I like the Steelers. He likes the Rams. I like the Rams. Where we're going to differ here is he's got the Cardinals on his. My correlated parlay is going to feature the Cowboys along with the Steelers and the Rams. That combined, I'm going to take the Cowboys straight up on the money line too. So I'm going to go Steelers 3.5, Rams 3, Cowboys to win on the money line. And that one I'm going to put 50 bucks down to get 382 in return. My other parlay, my third parlay for the day is going to be, I'm going to follow him. I'm going to walk down the plank and then fall right in when I also do a Moneyline parlay. 25 bucks. Give me the Bengals, the Redskins, and the Cowboys. I already got the Cowboys up top. I talked about the Redskins earlier. Um, I think they're going to beat the Giants, and that leaves the Bengals. Bengals are basically the dice throw here, but... I could see crazier things happen. I don't like the Colts' offense. Maybe the Colts' offense and Rivers goes in the tank and the Bagels pull one off here. And the 25 will net me 471 if that ends up happening. So, brings me to the teasers. The teasers I took, I'm going to do correlated because I love the 2-3 team correlation. My two teams, I, I, these, I went back and forth with what I liked. But give me the Dolphins and the Pats and bring those lines down. So the Dolphins... Now have to win by three and a half, and the Pats by three. So they're basically field goal games. Jets stink, and I have no faith in the Broncos doing anything here. So put a hundred down on there for one ninety. Kind of a terrible return for hundred bucks. You basically you don't even double your money. But um, I, I think that's kind of an easy easy victory although there's no easy victories in gambling however that's the way that I'm seeing it which is why I'm putting 100 down on that so now throw in the cowboys and juice them up to you know they're they're getting one so now give them eight and put $50 on the three of those and that'll pull in 130 so my two team teaser is dolphins pats my three team is dolphin pats and cowboys Bringing it to the Super Contest. I didn't get my brother's Super Contest picks in, but I'll give you what mine are. I'm taking the Cowboys. I've talked about them several times here in my bets. But I'm going to take the Cowboys with the one, getting the one point at home. The Steelers giving the three at home, three and a half, I guess, right now. The Bears getting one at home. The Patriots giving nine uh, at home. And then... I was going to go with the Giants. I can't go with the Giants now, but I don't know if I really want to do Washington. So I've got an open ticket here for my fourth one. And who am I going to plug in? I'm going to go with the Rams. That's what I'm going to do is I really like the Rams here in this spot. I don't like the 49ers. They made it a three-point game, so the Rams just have to win. 49ers might take it close, but I just... The 49ers right now just have so many things going against them. you got Garoppolo coming back, and he's overly not that good. So if the Rams start running the ball up here, running the score up a little bit, uh, I'm going to have trouble seeing the, the 49ers stay in this game. So throw the Rams in for my fifth Super Contest pick. And then we talked about the Survivor knockout pools earlier, but we'll just double back and repeat Survivor. For me, the Finns. For my brother, the Titans. For the knockout for me, the Eagles, and for my brother, the Eagles. So we both think that the Eagles are going to lose this one. And that basically does it. We will see how we turned out here week six. Again, it's pretty amazing that we've gotten here, but here we are, and that's great. Take it. Why not? Nothing has gotten too screwy, but you never know. Tomorrow morning, <laughs> there might be COVID. COVID tests, and that might do it all in. But until that happens, let's... Keep the positivity going. Keep hope alive. Keep the dream alive. Keep the dream alive that we finish out this season solid. All the best to you guys. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Talk to you next week.